0: I just right, recording now. Going to share my screen. Where is it? This screen. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Can you see? Can you see this? Yes. Right. So this is the spx do you have any idea what happened why do you have any idea why we got this drop because i've been trying to find out like what's the reason for this uh, i
1: <laughs> i thought it's because of the news
0: yeah which particular news because i found two reasons i don't know maybe it's one of the two or a combination of both. It seems to me that it seems people are scared of um, Well, I can explain technically, because okay, if you look at the chart, you can see all the signs that this was going to go down, but okay. you, it's not the technicals that drive price. Mm. So it has to be something more fundamental that caused it to go down, so that I don't know what that thing is. Because what I'm trying to understand now is is this just a small correction or is this the start of something bigger something that will go down like that
1: <laughs> so
0: this is why it's important to know what is the reason for this very sharp sell-off sharp, yeah. in one day in one day I have no idea trying to find out I think okay the first one I found was coronavirus there's this a lot of people think this wave 2 going on but I'm not so sure it's wave 2 because if you look at what's happening the the states that are seeing an increase in infections are the states that had the lowest or the states that were not really affected previously previously exactly because previously it was new york new jersey washington state and uh, california california yeah yeah so those ones are just opening up now but the other ones that are now seeing increases in infections and hospitalizations are uh, texas florida arizona Yes. And Hold on. Getting a Incoming call from
1: 07538. Get a phone call. 368471
0: for Oluvitosin, Israel, tell code. Oh, it calling mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, so... Ari- Incoming oh, call God. from I need to shut this up.
1: 368471 for Israel, code.
0: Right. My phone is linked to Alexa. Yeah. So, Arizona... Texas, Florida. Um, California. California again, okay. So California might be wave two. Mm. Or maybe it's just a continuation of wave one, who knows? But it looks like wave one. So these states are lagging the other states or they, they reopen too early, maybe, who knows. So the question now is, is that, is that a reason? It could be part of the reason. Maybe people are taking profits because they're scared. The other reason could be, um, you know, there was, a, there was a FOMC meeting on Wednesday. That's the Federal Reserve.
1: Yeah, the Fed, yes. I think I listened to that.
0: You watched that thing i watched the announcement my god how can you watch
1: that (laughs) (laughs) i was listening to the news when they switched over to the announcement so i just like okay i can't i can't watch it in the news there was nothing really like they didn't do anything different so I was like.
0: oh i i actually think that's the that's the That's the um, significant reason. It's the things, you know, the market is so sensitive. Yeah. There are some little things the Fed chairman might say, and you'll just see the way traders will react. It'd be so, so um, out of proportion to what was said. But what he said was that the Fed will be tapering their. QE activities in the market. So what that means is the amount of, let's call it money printing, will be reduced, basically. That's, that's the summary. So when the market was falling in March, it fell to this point. Then the Fed jumped in here and they pushed it all the way up here. And they said, okay, we have supported the market to a reasonable level we're now going to reduce the amount that we're pumping in i think they were they were adding about one trillion a month or something like that Hmm. something ridiculous i know the money the amount was
1: just printing free money just
0: yeah yeah, it was as i hope i'm not exaggerating but i think it's around one trillion like a month or so, maybe two months, who knows. And now they're saying we're going to reduce that amount to about maybe $1 trillion a year. Okay, so that's, that's what was said. And the reaction was, oh, <laughs> the Fed is not going to support the market as it was supporting in the past. And then you had the sell-off. So it could be just that announcement or that announcement and coronavirus fears, maybe both of them together. It's probably one of those two. Mm. So if it, is, if it is coronavirus, it's only gonna get worse, then this might be something bigger. If it is because of the Fed's announcement that they will be reducing the amount of stimulus, The market is already here. Okay, so if the Fed stops pumping in liquidity, it shouldn't crash like that. It's not like they are stopping entirely. They're just reducing. Yeah. So maybe it will correct for a while, go down, and then go back up. That's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm thinking. So that's the fundamentals. Maybe, I really don't know. We have to wait and see. But I just hope it's not something big, something that will make it to go down, down to this level.
1: That's
0: going to be serious. <laughs> that's going to be serious because I am just beginning to you know, start buying
1: oh
0: yeah yeah so it will not make it will not be very nice if it just goes down again
1: it's very it's very unlikely
0: yeah it's very unlikely but if you look at it from a technical standpoint and it doesn't it's a mixture of signals so first of all if you analyze this is the weekly chart if you if you do some candlestick analysis this is not looking good. Because if you see this red candle, we have this uptrend here okay. and then we get this large bearish candle. So this candle, you will notice its, it's overall length is longer than this green candle's length. So it engulfs cool. this candle that's a bearish engulfing. Hmm. So what that signifies is you you have this uptrend, gets here, we might get a doji, which is indecision, and then next thing you know, it comes down. So it it usually signifies reversal or continuation. It can be both, sorry, it can be one of the two, but nobody knows this is looking bearish so maybe next week we go down 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 you never know never know that's the weekly the weekly doesn't look good but if you use ichimoku it doesn't look bad because we're if you use this cloud as the support it looks like we're going to bounce off that cloud and head upwards. But you never can tell. Know? Yeah, so this, where's this? This is the base, no, this is the conversion line. This is the baseline. Let me adjust this. Make it, make it thicker than that. Okay, yeah, so just so we're bouncing off the conversion line and the cloud. So that looks that doesn't look bad. It looks like we're on support. And if I take off this Ichimoku and I draw a support and resistance line, you see something interesting there. Mm. yeah see so let me take this one off that looks very very interesting so this is an established support and resistance zone so back in 2019 price tried to break above this it was resistance it failed so it pulled back tried again pulled back then it broke through and then during the sell-off, came down here, we tried to go back up, this became resistance. You can see it failed here, and then sold off. And then we went back up. So on the way up, this became uh, resistance again. Resistance, yeah. Well, not really resistance, because the next day it went up. But it stopped here for a while, then it goes, it went up, and then, this week we have bounced or it has provided some support so what's gonna happen next week is it going to bounce and go back up or is it just gonna collapse now will be interesting to watch hmm. and if you use support and resistance again on the daily chart you see something interesting this I'm just gonna copy this. Nope, didn't get that. Yeah. This is a support zone. It's funny how it seems price is just, you know, taking decisions at this different important levels levels yeah so when we broke through this uh, resistance line price went up and then there was a pullback bounced and it got stuck here then it goes up breaks out and then it tries to pull back bounced off that line then it goes up and then even on the way down that area was significant Mm -hmm. again so on the way down breaks all the way down bottomed recovery and then on our way back up we pulled back at that exact position sorry that exact line again which is interesting Mm -hmm. so this could be an this could be a very important zone let me draw a rectangle this area here could, be, could become a very important area we might i'm suspecting we might begin to you know consolidate here and then something might happen maybe form a wedge uh, form a rising wedge like that and then psh, down this is a rising wedge Hmm. or we could form a bear flag like that and collapse who knows this area looks interesting and you notice this you know last week I was making these projections uh, using wave analysis, do you remember? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to project where this wave. Okay, let's say this is wave. Um, where where are those waves? I think this was uh, this was wave one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, this was wave two. Two. So we're trying to project where wave three will end. Three. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used that calculation, projected it to this pink line. And right, that's TD, TD Sequential. We were on Candle 6.
1: Oh, that's last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, Candle
0: 6. And I was saying uh, we need about three more Candles to get a nine cell setup. And that's the nine.
1: Cool.
0: But this is not a perfect nine. You notice this nine has a white triangle or gray triangle. The perfect nines have red. Good. So why is your TD sequential not showing this nine? Yeah, I was surprised
1: too. Which I one are you using? Like I was saying just eight before that drop down.
0: You were seeing eight. So yours is on eight. Yeah, my got to eight. So this candle here is candle eight. Yes. And this oh. Mm -hmm. you're using I still don't know why I think hmm, maybe you're looking at a different SPX
1: oh
0: that's one reason
1: That will be the reason yeah if I I go to my SPS is not Rwanda okay which are
0: using SPX SPX 500 TVC 8, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Yeah, one. so those, the data is, is the data should be as close as possible, but they're not exactly the same. Okay. If I go to the, okay. future, yeah, if I go to the futures market, yes. So this is S&P futures market. Yes, so TVC, all right, I get it now. TVC is using the futures market. Rwanda is using the spot market.
1: Oh, okay, what's the difference?
0: <laughs> futures market is, well, they're trading futures contracts. Okay. So the spot market is tracking the exact price of that, um, let's say it's a commodity, let's say it's gold. Ooh. So you have the spot price of gold, the actual price right now. Okay. Okay. That's the spot price. If you, let's say you wanted to buy gold, how much is it? That's the spot price. Okay. futures market is based on contracts that all these traders enter into based on their future projections of price. Yeah. Okay. So it's the same thing with the index. You have... The index is tracking, this S&P 500 index, is tracking the performance of 500 stocks in the US. Okay, so that raw performance is the spot price. Okay. Now, the futures traders are now making bets based on future projections of that spot price. Of that, okay. That's the futures market. That's the best explanation I can give. So Oanda is tracking or showing you values of the spot market. TVC, the one you're using, SPX, I think they're using the futures market. So the TD sequential will vary slightly. Okay. Okay. And the different people writes the code for this uh, this indicator so there are slight variations so this one i'm using you'll see here it says modify td sequential okay okay there are so some that, that the I, one I use
1: as well the modified. oh this one all oh, right okay. Yeah. Okay. okay And
0: there are lots of them there's so many if you search here you just type td sequential there's so many so different people write the code i don't know what they put in their code so So some people might make slight adjustments so the counts will be different yeah yeah. there's so many of them so many that's the that's the difference go back to spx usd no yeah, this is the one I use. Okay. Winder. It looks better. Right, so it's just, it's just very interesting to see that nine candle appear on that day, and then the next day you have this, this huge sell-off. And that is very, it's happening exactly at that uh, resistance zone, mm. which is close to that projection projection line. But well, the funny thing is, according to that wave, wave um, analysis, wave three has to be 21 candles and this is less. This I believe is less than 21 candles. This. That's 18. So that's highest close should be at least 21 candles <laughs> so if you, are a, if you are a very religious follower of wave analysis you'll be expecting this not to go back up make a new high and then you get your 21 candles then wave 3, wave 4 can begin you get that because right now This cannot be wave three. So if we fall lower than this low, then this is the funny part of wave analysis. Then this is no longer wave two. Wave one will now have to, because this high close is higher than this. Wave one will now have to extend all to this point and then this will be wave two, which is very annoying. So that's one possibility. The other is for this index to begin to consolidate here and then make its way back up. And then this becomes wave three. Then you expect wave four. But the best way to go about this is to use a combination of different different. Uh, indicators or analysis so if this wants to go lower fine if it wants to consolidate okay i'll just wait to see what it's going to do next week so we're going to start having a count okay we've already started having a countdown so this is going to count down using td sequential now we're going to have a countdown to 13. no 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 not 13. So this is a price. So with this TD sequential, you have a price flip, then you have a setup, then you have a countdown. Okay. So this is mm-hmm. this is the price flip. Then we had a setup. The countdown should have continued, but we didn't get there because we sold off. So a new how does, count- the, how does sorry, how does the price flip work? Oh. The price flip occurs when you have a close well, depending on the type of flip. it could be a, it could be a bearish price flip or a bullish price flip. So we already have one now, I'll show you. Let me delete that. So you need to have a candle close that is okay this is a bullish price flip so we need to have a candle close that is higher than the close of the candles four periods prior so this can let's use this candle close here mm-hmm. one two three four okay that's not a price flip this is not a price flip hold on One, two, three, four. Oh yes this is a price flip move it here so look at this candle. Yeah. Look, count four periods prior. This is one, mm-hmm. two, three, four. So this one, two, three, four. This candle closed here. Because it's a it's a bearish candle. So it opened up here, closed down here. This candle here opened down here, closed Close okay. up here. So this you know, we were coming down this way and then the price got flipped like that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. this becomes count one. So that's the prerequisite for a, a setup. Okay. So you have the price flip. Then you get, so this first count was interrupted. We get another, we had a consolidation here and then price flip. So, this became number one. And then we got a countdown to nine. And then we have a countdown to 13, which begins on this nine. So, this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. So, that's how it works. Okay. Price flip. Then you have a setup. Then you have a countdown. So, we this is now going to represent a new price flip. So this is a bearish price flip because it's going down. And this candle, this is the close of this candle. It has to be lower than the close one, two, three, four. So this close is here. So that meets the conditions for a price flip. So this candle becomes candle number one. The one is very faint. I don't know if you can see it there. It's very faint. Yeah, it. yeah. So now we're going to we're going to start a new countdown to nine. After nine, if it doesn't pause or reverse, we get a countdown to thirteen. Get a down to 13. So that's what I'm watching now. Don't know what's going to happen.
1: We
0: might get a nine. We might get a, a reversal. We might get a 13. Who knows? Who knows? Let me turn on Ichimoku here. So on Ichimoku, this is bouncing off the baseline. It's very funny how we keep bouncing or stopping on all these important bottom lines. Let me turn this off. Let me use this. No, that's not clear. It's something clear. Yellow. No, not yellow. No. White. White. <laughs> right. So make it dip. Right, you see, this is what I'm trying to to highlight. Okay, turn this off. Can, okay, this support is here. We know the support is here. I'll hide it. See how we're bouncing off the 200 day
1: hmm.
0: as a 200 day moving average. Okay, price is supported there. Price is also supported by the baseline. If you go to the weekly prices bouncing off the cloud. So how, and don't forget this, um, this horizontal support here. Just how strong is that zone? Cause there's a cluster of supports there.
1: Mm.
0: How strong is that? Or will the fundamentals just make, make a mockery of that support area? <laughs> you never know. Whichever one is the strongest will prevail. But that's a 200 day moving average. It's very, very, um, A lot of traders watch that moving average. A lot of them watch it. So we've spent two days on that moving average now. And we're still above this cloud on the daily chart. So we're still, still bullish overall. It's not even in bearish territory yet. And then if you bring in the RSI, we have just turned downwards. RSI is currently 57. So there's no need to start selling here. Okay. Well, I wouldn't sell because if you just sell, you just take losses and the thing might just turn back upwards. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very annoying.
1: Yeah, very annoying. Like, funny (laughs) enough,
0: last
1: last week I got, I, I bought some, like, took some positions, but I think for some reason I set like stop loss. It didn't just all oh, right. Out of the market. I'm like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah. If for trading, like trading currencies, commodities, I'll put. Well, it's good to use stop loss. I'll use stop loss for those ones. But for S and P, when I know the the Fed will jump in to save the market yeah I, I i will i will not i will have a very wide stop loss okay very wide very wide you know i know people who held all the way from here down here they, they didn't sell they just held it okay. and they went deep in red like minus 15 okay. minus okay. 20 they just held it but once the fed jumps in as long as as long as there's no leverage, I think those positions will will will, will not you can't lose all your money. Hmm. Even if you opened here, if you enter the long position here, no leverage, this decline here, you this was less than 50, right? It should be less than 50. I'd like 30 something, I think. It should be less than 50. Yeah, does. No. Let me use Fibonacci. Should be less than 50. What's the best way to do this? No, I'm doing it wrong. Should be less than 50. Yeah, 34. Yeah, almost thirty something. Yeah, yeah, thirty four. So, if you you had held through all of that, those positions would have almost become green now. Mm. Yeah, but not everybody can do it. Not everybody. Mm -hmm. Not every. Not everybody can do that. So, for things like this, I'll just hold the positions. It's actually very annoying because. By the time we were here, I was thinking there would be a pullback. The pullback did not come. So once mm-hmm. we got here, I said, you know what? Let me just jump in. So I bought here at the top. And then we got this. I love it. So yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the wrong
0: day. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no way I would sell now. just wouldn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, there's no there's no point but selling. I don't see price coming down here. And even if it does then all what the Fed did over the past uh, three months is a waste. It's a waste. All that money, all that propping up of the market, they just wasted their time. So they have to come back. They have to come back in and support it. So if I was for SPY positions, I would just hold it. But for Bitcoin, Bitcoin can go down to... 3,000, you never know. Yeah. For currencies, currencies go up, down, up, down. You never know how far up or down they'll go. I'll just use stop loss for that. So as long as... But for me, this is what I'm watching. I'm watching this RSI. I'll begin to get worried when it gets to 40 once it gets to 40, I'll be worried. I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting RSI getting to 40 will coincide with price breaking below this cloud or price falling inside this cloud. That's what I'm suspecting. If you look here, it's something similar happened. So, so when we got to the top here, price began to turn downwards. So, this candle was RSI of 46. So, by the time we got here, we broke beneath the cloud. RSI was 31. So, I'm using that same uh that same scenario here so right now rsi is 57 almost 60. by the time this candle depending on how rapid the the decline is by the time this candle gets into the cloud and out rsi should be at 40. then Mm. there's trouble Mm. and there's trouble you know it could be a very long downtrend yeah That's what I'm looking at. But for now, we're above the cloud. It looks like a a routine correction and price is currently resting on a cluster of supports. So we just have to wait and see what next week will look like. Yeah, yeah, I just have to wait. And for Bitcoin, Bitcoin is not doing anything. Yeah, it's just
1: within that (laughs) that that zone. Exactly, that zone is just there. Like Nothing really is
0: happening. Nothing is happening. Yeah, nothing is happening. Everything I looked at last week looks intact. Mm. See, this is the weekly chart. That's the broadening descending wedge we're mm-hmm. still we're still at that yeah uh, trend line and if you go to the daily we're still inside that yellow channel
1: yes we're still within the channel
0: it's nothing happening and for now rsi is at 48. Mm. yeah i am i'm also thinking by the time this price gets to this trend line here rsi should be breaking 40 so if price breaks out to the downside here then it could be could be a sign that we're going down yeah we're going down at that stage rsi should have fallen below 40 below 40 so that's what i'm looking at for bitcoin but for now, it's just consolidating. Mm. And if you use um, TD sequential, you'll see that there's really no trend. You can't get a nine. Mm. Every time the count begins, it gets interrupted. So you can't really get one to nine. We have a 13 candle here, 13 sequential cell setup. And then we got this, this big. Bearish candle. So we've got to pull back, but are we going to resume the uptrend or will we continue down? Who knows? There's really nothing in Bitcoin. You just have to wait. Yeah,
1: you just have to wait. Just have to wait. Yeah, it plays out.
0: Waiting can be very, very frustrating. <sighs> very frustrating. And for this SPX, last, was it last week? No, it wasn't last. Okay, last week I was expecting, I was expecting us to, okay, I, no, this was two weeks ago. I was expecting the sell off to come down to this TD setup trend. This week, we actually sold off to this one.
1: Mm.
0: It's just coming out there see the first line there so is that that's another support that's like how many supports now almost five
1: Mm.
0: almost five so is that support going to hold that's what I want to see next week Mm. if it doesn't hold maybe we come down here which is this one and all these lines they're not just um supports isolated to the uh, td sequential they actually coincide with support and resistance areas okay you'll notice this one is here hold on this one is here this one is somewhere here it's like a small support zone there because when we went when price broke up or broke out to the upside here, it began to find support here. So it bounced off this line here, pulled back, bounced, and then well. So that same area is where I'm looking at as the secondary support for any sell off. Mm. So if we come, we have come down here, found support here. If we now break out again to the downside, maybe this zone, maybe this area. So here it became resistance and then it became support, support, maybe again here. If we get there, I will just buy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing. I would just buy more. Yeah. I'll buy more because it, it's very funny how you can say, oh, I'm going to wait. We might go lower, lower. And then before you know what's happening, you just see price begins to go up go up again. And, you're like, oh. and before you get the, the bonus to jump in, <laughs> we have passed this high. Yeah, exactly. It's funny how that happens. It happens mm. all the time, all the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, it's interesting. And look at this again. I just turned on Ichimoku. Mm. That area yeah. is.
1: is that green. There's the cloud.
0: <laughs> Which is a good sign for yep. support as well. Yeah, let me try something else now. I'm going to try Fibonacci. No, oh, like this. I'll try Fibonacci retracement. Let me see. From here to here. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Hmm. So, using Fibonacci retracement, mm-hmm. I'll make it bold. Nope. No. Yes. So that area is the 38% Hmm. Fibonacci level of this entire uptrend. This is a 38% Fibonacci, this one here. Yeah. So that's another significant thing to look at. Level. Yeah, 38%. And this is why a lot of traders, including those, institutional guys are looking at. Okay, by how much are we retracing? 38%. All right, that's a good level to jump in. Take it up. Or we might go further down to 50. So that'll be 50% of this entire move. Movement. Cross 61, then okay, that's trouble. Because after 61, there's really nothing to hold it here. Yeah. All the way down to 100% retracement. Mm-hmm. So that's SPX and Bitcoin. That's all I'm. It's funny, Nasdaq is doing so well. That's if you, if you put it on Nasdaq, NA, NAS 100.
1: Mm. It's
0: a crazy chart. Wow. Crazy. Look at this. It only pulled back by what's the percentage? Can't see it. Hold on. Mm. How do I turn this on? Symbol, name and label, no. See this? Last value. I can't remember how to turn it on. Anyway, NASDAQ was. um, That's about. I don't know. It was less than SPX. I think so. I think it was less. Yeah, I think it looks less. Oh no, you can't use these the the size to to judge because because of the scale. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a way to turn this thing on. I used to have it on there. Status line. Bar change values. That's it. All right, so this is 4.58%. This is 5.3. Yep. NASDAQ was less. Mm-hmm. But that uptrend looks very solid. Yeah, for Nasdaq. Hardly any, any break or pause in between.
1: <laughs> and it went to an all-time all-time high, like
0: oh yes, of course. See that's that was the previous one. But usually in the in the past NASDAQ used to used to um the the gains used to be higher than SPX and then the sell-off used to be greater than SPX. Mm -hmm. And when it sells off, it sells off by greater amount. Mm -hmm. So if SPX sells off like five point three percent, Nasdaq will do maybe six or seven percent. But the I think a lot of people are just piling into Into tech stocks. I can even check that. Let me see. Uh, Let me see. Tech. Tech stocks, one week performance. Yeah. Past week, tech was the highest performer. Hmm. XLK. Year to date, it's yes, still tech. So technology, then communications, then um, that's consumer discretionary. Okay. okay. Yeah. So these are the different sectors within the S and P. Okay. So I think it's the even this this rally in S and P is driven mostly by tech. Yeah. It's driven by tech. Although recently, s- small caps were actually doing very well. Yeah, this is small cap outperformance. Outperforming the S&P index. But tech in general has been the, the best performer. they are doing so well. So it, it didn't even give enough of a dip for, for me to buy. I don't even trade it anymore. I prefer to focus on S&P, but that's not even a large dip. Hmm. Like this one. This one, wow. Can buy from here. Watch you go up? Watch it go up? Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm looking at for next week. I just want to see what's going to happen. Will this support here, will it hold? Will it collapse? If it does, are we going to stop here? And then will this one hold? If this one breaks, okay. Big, big problem. Yeah. So those are the levels to watch. Okay. Right. That's, that's it. I'm trying to trade only Bitcoin and SVX. It's easier when you are only focused on two or very few few assets. Asset, yeah, exactly. I used to trade stocks, man. There were just so many things to look at. <laughs> so many. Mm. I prefer to just focus on this this too. Yeah,
1: me, I think it's just last week I tried the SPS, but the thing caught me off. So I was like, okay, let me just Watch and see. <laughs> but f- from this analysis now, I'm just going to watch how it plays out next week.
0: Yeah, I think this, these two levels. I am hoping for consolidation here. Okay. Well, not consolidation this way, but maybe into a wedge or a, sorry, not rising wedge, into a falling wedge, something like that. And the best way to see that will be on the four-hour chat. Okay. So usually this pattern, like that, will break out yeah. to the upside. To the upside. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping to see. And maybe we have actually started. Maybe let me delete this. Maybe this is the start of a wedge. Hmm. Like this, down, go back up, and we might just keep building on on this. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Let's just wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best outcome to hope for you want to see some sort of structure here you don't want to just see straight candles going down or up you want it to consolidate and then break out with momentum yeah. all right thanks man
1: all uh, right thank you very much all right <laughs> see <Good>. you later <laughs> good one
0: Okay, see you later.
1: All right, thanks.